Hey, it's Pastor Mike. A really small step that could be a really big blessing to our ministry and to the kingdom of God is you taking just a second to rate and review this podcast. You probably know how algorithms work. More people get to hear about this podcast and most importantly, hear about Jesus when you do. So thanks for helping us out and may God bless you today. Today, I'd like to tell you about a mother named Munira and her son, Omar. Back in 1991, when Munira was 32 years old and Omar was just four, Munira was driving a car and Omar was in the car and they were in a terrible car accident. Omar ended up being okay, no injuries, but mom wasn't. She was, um, she was hurt so severely that the doctors told her family she is never gonna open her eyes and she's never gonna speak ever again. Again, that happened in 1991. Over the next 28 years, uh, Munira was transferred from hospital to hospital, from care facility to care facility, sometimes going between different cities, sometimes even going between different countries. And that continued to happen 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 25 years, for 28 years, until one day, Munira was sitting in a hospital bed in Germany when she opened her eyes. And she turned toward the person who was sitting next to her and said, Omar, Omar, her son, was sitting right next to her. And for the first time in 28 years, he heard the sound of his mom saying his name after 28 years. When I think about what Omar did over those 28 years, traveling along with mom from place to place and city to city and country to country and hospital to hospital, not, never, not ever really knowing for sure if mom was going to say anything or give any in, kind of indication that she was still understanding who he was or, or, or what he was doing. It makes me think of one particular aspect of love that the Bible highlights in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 where it says that love perseveres. Love keeps going. It keeps going. Even when it looks like there is no hope, it keeps hoping and it keeps going. And because Omar did and did, and did, and did. Well, he got to celebrate a pretty special day with, uh, with his mother very recently. It's, uh, and of course, that's just one aspect of love that we find in the Bible. That, uh, that verse of love perseveres come from, comes from 1 Corinthians 13, which is known as the love chapter in the Bible because it gives us a good definition of what love is. And I'd like to read those verses for you very quickly here, where it says, Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not easily angered, it keeps no record of wrongs, love does not delight in evil but rejoices with the truth, it always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Now, I don't know if Omar always felt like persevering, but I do know that sometimes we don't always feel like being patient. I know we don't always feel like being kind, especially if somebody hasn't been kind to us. I know we don't always feel like holding or keeping no record of wrongs, especially when somebody has wronged us and the record of them doing so seems to be <laughs> accumulating. I, I, don't know, I know that we don't always feel like trusting someone, like giving someone our trust. But for those times that we don't feel like doing those things that the Bible describes as love, there's an important word that we should note is missing from that section in 1 Corinthians 13, and that is the word feel. 
doesn't say that love feels patient. Love feels kind. Love feels like keeping no record of wrongs. It just says love is patient. Love is kind. Whether or not you feel like it. Whether or not you feel like it. And we see that put into practice in Omar. We see that put into practice in many other places. We see it put into practice in so many places, but most clearly at the cross. When I don't know that Jesus felt like being patient, like Jesus felt like being kind, it didn't feel good to be on the cross. It didn't feel good to be hated by the people who stabbed him to it. It didn't feel good to carry the weight of, just think of the weight of one sin on your own heart. When you feel, when you know you've messed up and you hurt someone, and how heavy that heart makes you feel, and then multiply that by the sins of every person in the whole history of the world, and that weight didn't feel good on Jesus' heart, the weight that he willingly carried to forgive us of all of them. And that came at a cost. came at a cost that we see on a dark day on a high hill where it didn't look like anything good could happen. But from that dark day, love prevailed. He gave us an empty tomb on Easter morning and the assurance that we are God's children and we are going to, nothing's going to stop us from getting into heaven with him. And that, uh, that leads us to those last three words that I read from 1 Corinthians 13. The words, love never fails. We look at the cross of Jesus and we look at his empty tomb and we see that love did not fail. And that's the promise that God gives you. That when you put love into practice, whether or not you feel like it, when you are patient, when you decide to be kind, when you decide to keep no record of wrongs, when you decide to persevere and to trust and to hope, God's promise to you is that he will not fail you. He will not let you down. He will not let you regret it.